Hey, if you love a good dog story, this one is going to make your day. A stray dog in North Carolina kept getting into the dollar store and stealing the same stuffed purple unicorn. He stole this same stuffed animal over and over and over, and the store finally called animal control. Well, Samantha was the officer who responded to the call. She paid the 10 bucks for the unicorn, and the pup was more than willing to follow her because he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you have my, my favorite toy. <laughs> and they think maybe where he was or where he escaped from his family had a toy like that. So they've been calling the lab mix Sisu, who's been sleeping with his stuffed unicorn and snuggling with it. He like Aww. he spoons with it at night. <laughs> and get this, a family has already adopted the pup and little Sisu and his unicorn can have a forever home. Aww. That's so, you should see this dog smile when he's holding his unicorn. He's like, this is it. This is my unicorn. <laughs> at least that's how I envision him, if he can speak. <laughs> you do that voice for dogs all the time. Because <laughs> you're, you're talking with the tongue at the same time uh-huh. and the smile. That's why it's like, it comes out like, <laughs> I love See, I don't do it like, like our dog Marco, because he's from Spain. Mm-hmm. Marco talks like this. Hello, senor. Good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's my voice for Marco. Cesare, our greyhound, who's very meek and very passive. Hey, Dad. Dad, what's going on, Dad? So I have different voices. I don't just do the same one for every dog. I've noticed you do the same voice for every dog. Uh, in public, yeah. <laughs> because I'm referring to a dog that I've never met. In, in private, though, but it's different? For, I've had four dogs in my whole life, and, and each of them voices? had a voice. Huh. Yeah. Would you care to share all four different voices in a minute? No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, 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 just I'll stick spare with this our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> all right. Do you or someone you love seem like you have your earbuds in 24-7? Coming up, why you might want to give it a break. Does it seem like you or someone you love has their earbuds in their ears constantly? Yes. Uh, well, oh, my son. Really? My son. Yeah, and, and because he has longish hair, you really can't see them. Ooh, so you don't, don't know when you can yeah, talk like, to him or not. Hey, Kyle, what's going on? And I'll get the dramatically pulling him out. What? <laughs> well, you might want to tell him to give it a break. There's a doctor trying to get the word out about overusing your earbuds. It's something called automycosis which is a fungal infection that can infect one or both ears and a viral TikTok that now has over 40 million views. Dr. Cena shows himself removing a fungus and earwax mixture from a patient's ear. I watched it. It's disgusting. Why would you do that? Because I wanted to be like informed to tell you this story to I, I take my job seriously. That's not why. You just wanted to see the gross video. <laughs> look at you. They said Making to, an excuse like that to watch the gross TikTok. I, it was like I could not look at it. To uh, prevent <laughs> automy- automycosis, you can mix a mixture of one-third cup water, one-third cup rubbing alcohol, and a third cup hydrogen peroxide and put a couple drops in your ears regularly. I recommend taking a break from your earbuds. They said it's like mushrooms growing under a log in a forest, like all that moisture. (laughs) Kev, you need to be so bad right now. I am trying to be informative. Do you want your son to have automycosis? You're like that kid in class whose main mission in life was to gross everything out. I'm trying to help your son. He needs to take those AirPods out Uh. and air out his ears. Thank you, Dr. Taylor. Definitely don't sleep in them, that's for sure. (laughs) You're so hilarious.
You know how for years we've talked about asking Kevin and Taylor listeners to do the the drive through difference mm-hmm. and like you pay for the car behind you? Yeah. Well, someone did that on steroids <laughs> the other day. I can't wait to tell you this story next. So in the past, we've asked Kevin and Taylor listeners to do the drive through difference where you pay for the person behind you and you can invite them to listen to the show, listen to the radio station. Yeah, we even had a thing um, you could print out from our uh, Web page. Yeah. For a while. I yeah. It's still there. Well, this uh, this guy did it. Guy or gal, because they want to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. Did it on steroids. This happened in Beaver Creek, Ohio. This uh, Dunkin Donuts customer took paying it forward to a new level. They go in there and like. Hey, can you get me a thousand dollars in gift cards? Because I want to pay for other customers' meals. No kidding. And then he bucks. went. They went. Well, you know what? It has been a tough year. Make it four thousand dollars. What? Yeah. And so they paid it forward to the tune of four thousand dollars for other Dunkin' customers in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Wow. And each employee went home with a $15 tip, which is way more than they normally would get. They're just hourly. Uh-huh. And it just made their day, their month, and their year. They were so thrilled Imagine for this act of kindness. If word got around. I'd like 8,000 dozen, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need 20 coffees. Right. Because <laughs> I'm running on right. Dunkin'. Can I put these in the freezer? <laughs> Keep them for later. That is cool. $4,000. $4,000 of paying a, it forward. And doesn't want difference. any credit. Wants to stay anonymous. Wow. Mm. It's amazing. God is faithful. Unchangeable. And uh, there's that's being... Um, illustrated perfectly in a meme i just saw my friend lee allen he posted this it's really funny maybe you've seen it taylor it's jesus and he's addressing a crowd and he says be kind to everyone and the crowd responds back wait even gary jesus yes we've been through this before even gary be kind to gary but gary's the worst please be kind to gary gary speaks up ha losers Jesus face palm face palms. Not now, Gary. <laughs> oh, it's too real. <laughs> That's right. And here's the funny thing. I'm thinking, yeah, I know a few Gary's, and I'm like, wait, I guarantee you there's a few people who I'm Gary in their life. <laughs> all of us. All of us are, right? Mm-hmm. All of us have been Gary to somebody. So <laughs> I love that. Jesus, not now, Gary. <laughs> I mean, imagine next next time you're feeling like you're getting on somebody's nerves. Imagine Jesus face palming, going, "Not now, Taylor. Oh, not, yeah. not now, Kev. I think he does it every day with me. <laughs> not now, Gary. What are some of the biggest things going on with your kids right now? They released the results of the new Parent Pulse survey, and moms and dads say after this past tough year, their kids have emerged more self sufficient and resilient. say they've grown closer to their children, and dads are more involved than ever. One interesting trend, a lot of high schoolers have pressed pause on typical teenage rites of passage, uh, with about half not getting driver's licenses or jobs, and close to 70% not dating yet, which Mm -hmm. makes moms and dads go, yes! (laughs) We'll stall on that as long as possible. Tough to date when you're restricted to your bubble (laughs) for the majority Mm -hmm. of the last year, right? So with each passing day, it feels like the light at the end of the tunnel of this awful past year is getting a little bit brighter every day. And uh, we had a sure and certain sign of that uh, yesterday. I'll tell you about it next. So I don't know about you guys, but uh, it's nice seeing these glimmers of light at the end of the tunnel. And it seems like they're getting brighter and brighter as we 
finally seem like we're getting some progress done with this whole COVID thing. And more and more people are getting vaccinated. And they're saying herd immunity is just around the corner. And um, one of the sure and certain signs that things are starting to turn the corner in our family is um, my stepbrother texted me last night and said, hey, are you guys going to be around the week after Memorial Day weekend? And I said, yeah, why? And he said, we're going to be in uh, your neck of the woods for a wedding. Uh, it's a, We can't hang out that weekend, but the following, we're staying the whole week. So why don't we plan on getting together? I haven't seen uh, my stepbrother, Yurik, and oh, not this past Christmas, but Christmas before that is the last time I saw him, my dad, or my brother at all. Wow. So it'll be like the first extended family that yeah. we'll have seen That's awesome. in like a year and probably a year and a half by the time, you know, Memorial Day weekend rolls around. And you don't even have to travel. They're doing it for He's you. He's coming up. So even awesome. better. Even better. So, but that started the whole conversation going of like, yeah, we want to try to take a road trip, you know, this summer and we'll, we'll check out an Oriole game with you guys. He was like, oh, that'll be awesome. So um, it was just this huge, pardon the pun, shot in the arm <laughs> that, that we are turning a corner on this thing and we're going to be back to normal. Or at least, you know, semi-normal sooner rather than later. Hang in there, folks. We're getting there. Do you love to travel? So many people do, right? It's like, oh, yes, I want to go here. I want to go there. (laughs) But I saw the type of travel company I've never seen before in my life. And see if you would be game for this style of travel. I'll tell you what it is next. I love travel so much that once I find out that someone else loves travel... I'm always like, oh, where do you want to go next? What's on your bucket list? What do you want to do? What's on your list? And and so I was having a conversation like that with uh, my neighbors across the street the other night. It was so much fun talking to them. And um, th- I heard about this travel agency. Maybe my phone was listening to me because this ad popped up on Instagram for a travel agency like nothing I've ever heard. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think I could do it. And it is called pack up and go and you give them your budget they plan the trip and they surprise you with the destination Hmm. you have no Hmm. idea where you're headed and i'm like oh i wish i was that adventurous but i'm too like i have too many wishes of where i want to visit next to like let someone else just send me somewhere Hmm. um but yeah i thought this was fascinating uh so you couldn't do it kev no surprise travel. I, I want to see. Do they give you like a list of these are the possible Mm-mm. places you'll go? I don't think I mean, so. They do a survey. But what's funny is I just realized I had no idea until I just thought of this. You have been pack up and go travel for your wife Tracy for years. Yeah, You've surprised I, her yeah, with I always so many her, trips. I take her to great places though. When I hear <laughs> pack up and go travel, it's like you're going to spend a long weekend at a blueberry farm. In the middle of nowhere, <laughs> living like the pioneers did. Won't that be great? Uh, no, it won't. <laughs> well, and it's funny, too. Like, think no. about it. You just made me laugh so hard when you said Blueberry Farm, because it made me think of a, an episode of Modern Family where one person wanted to lay by the beach and the other person wanted to go to, like, I've, I don't know, it was like a pineapple farm or a lavender farm or something. And we all have very different tastes of what we want to do while we're on that trip, too let alone mm-hmm. being surprised with a destination. Yeah. I thought it was fascinating. I go more power to them, but I I just I don't think I could do it. No. I want to plan the trip. My husband loves planning our trips. That's like half the fun for now, him. You know there's another there's a similar kind of deal um 
it's not a surprise destination, but it is you kind of have to be willing to go on the spur of the moment to destinations you haven't really thought about. We'll talk about that kind of travel next. So we're talking about uh, kind of crazy vacations. And Taylor was talking about these people. That it's what's it called? Pack and go. Pack up and go. They just they tell they don't tell you where you're going. You go. You like show up at the airport not knowing. Or I'm not sure when you get revealed, but yeah, they surprised you and they do a survey. And um, they'll even plan a staycation for you. Here's the one I would be willing willing to do. And uh, my friend, you know, Gary Martin Hayes, the lawyer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he's the one that filled me in on these kind of trips. I, I'd be willing to do this. You get on a, a list of last-minute getaways, and they'll send you an email, like, on Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. If you can go tomorrow, we've got cheap airfare, too, and it's, like, these exotic, crazy locations. Like, he... The way I found out about it, he goes, "Hey, look at this picture. Of me, this is me, me and the kids were swimming with the pigs in the Bahamas." I remember those photos. Right? And I was like, "How did you decide that's what I want to do?" He goes, "Well, it's these crazy vacations where uh, they they give you like twenty four or forty eight hours notice. You don't have to go, but if you're willing to be that flexible, it'll be like, hey, you're going here. How about you go to Muchu Pichu or whatever the place is called? Just, Wouldn't it be cool to be that flexible in your life that you yeah. could just jump on a plane at a given notice? Yeah, and, and just be ready to go. You wouldn't so. be able to have any pets." Or you uh, have, have a, a very, really good pet very flexible pet sitter, right? Yeah, yeah. But I would that be, would be fun. I'd be willing to sign up for those. Oh yeah. Now, if the deal was, and you've got to use it like three or four times a year, or you're off the list, no. then I wouldn't. Then I couldn't commit. Mm-mm. But but I think that'd be fun. But that's it's, as close as I could get to the pack and go thing. So I don't know about you, but I have blender brain, um, just like most women, and it's just a thing. It's like uh, when someone we love is going through an ordeal. They're like three thoughts away, you know, like you hear you hear the what is it? The six degrees of Kevin Bacon for women. It's like the two degrees of someone that we love is going through an ordeal. And uh, for me, I cannot stop thinking about this. Uh, two people that I love have covid. Uh, my no sister, kidding. Sarah, the kindergarten teacher. Oh, no. Yeah, she's got it. And um, when she she discovered it, um, she's still waiting for her test results, I think, because she lives in such a teeny tiny town. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't have rapid tests. She couldn't find one. So she had to wait three to five days. But Mm -hmm. she got up after uh, a long night of good sleep because she wasn't feeling great. And she made herself some scrambled eggs and coffee because she had skipped dinner the night before. Couldn't smell it or taste it. Mm -hmm. And that was her first indication. And then I found out a friend of mine has COVID, too. The day she qualified for the vaccine, because mm-hmm. where she lives, it's 16 and older, can mm-hmm. get it. The day 16 and older qualified, she came, she got diagnosed. Mm. And um, so both of them, like, I just um, I just got a text response from my sister. Um, it's not good. She said she's super weak and she threw up several times last night and her, she has a fierce headache. Oh, and I'm so, so concerned about her. I just, she, no kidding. Um, she's always kind of taken colds and flu hard from, you know, you can imagine all kindergarten teachers know how often you get sick. Mm. I mean, you work in a Petri dish. And so she, her immune system has been working overtime ever since she started teaching. And so if you guys could pray for my sister, Sarah. Um, I'm just really concerned about her yeah, we getting all are. through this. Wow, yeah. that's tough. When did your kids do something for you that really touched your heart? Coming up, wait till you hear this story. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. 
When was the last time your son or daughter did something that really touched your heart? Well, this guy, Dustin, admits he's a mama's boy. He loves cooking his mom breakfast every morning. And when she was diagnosed with terminal bladder cancer last year, he decided he would earn enough money to take his mom and several family members on a trip of a lifetime. She always dreamed of visiting the pyramids in Egypt. That was her bucket trip. And he could never earn enough money as a middle school teacher. So he used his mom's recipe and started making cheesesteak sandwiches. And word got out and people started double parking outside his home just to buy these delicious treats. Get your mom to Egypt. Sorry, man. Said, get your mom to Egypt. And he said, I'm trying, man. And word spread on social media. And in just six weeks, He raised $18,000 to take mom on this trip. If she would actually go to the moon, I would have made that happen as well. So (laughs) the love is overwhelming, you know, isn't that so special? What a what a relationship between mother and son. That is cool. It's awesome. Do anything for mom. I just want to mention if my kids are listening right now, Mm -hmm. mom and I have always dreamed of going to Greece. So. Get busy. (laughs) Interesting topic came up. Uh, It's come up twice now in the past couple days. I want to talk about it. And that's uh, at work and with, um, you know, your coworkers and your boss and stuff. Do you like the feeling of it being a team? And do you like the stuff that comes along with being a team like T-shirts and coffee mugs and all that kind of stuff? Let's talk about that team spirit at work next. I want to talk a little bit about, because it's come up a couple of times now, in just a couple of days, the whole idea of um, of work being a team. We're a team, and we're, we need uh, matching shirts and coffee mugs and all of this other stuff. And it came up a few days ago with a friend of mine. He works for a big, one of the biggest corporations in the world, and he's in their HR department. And we were talking about types of people that like to be referred to as a team, or we're all family here. And he personally does not like that, but his company has done all of these research projects to find out that particularly women like being referred to as a team or Mm -hmm. that they're my work family. And there's a lot of women on staff. He goes, so that's how we phrase things. And he said, I I sent out a memo one time saying that, um, you know, I'm so I'm so proud of my staff. And he said it was like this attaboy high five email and he got complaint emails back from the women saying we're not your staff we don't belong to you so he's had to change his wording to say like yay team we did this yeah so some people are very very sensitive to this kind of stuff i'm not like that at all i don't look at work as a team i mean if we were a team, we'd have a mom showing up every day at the end of work with snacks, right? <laughs> I was going to say, if, you, if you're if you an athlete, that is your job is to have matching shirts in my, and, in and my mugs. team experiences, there's always been a mom smiling, opening up the back of the minivan after practice or a game with you know sugary snacks for everybody. That doesn't happen at, at work. And I like, and, and my friend was telling me, this is typical of men, men like a a hierarchy. They like a staff. They like the boss to be in charge. They don't like any of this, like, we're we're all equal here mentality. They like they like a, someone in charge saying, like, this is where we're going. And, uh, you know, get on board, get on the bus. And this is how we're going to get there. Women, not so much. They like collaboration and to have their ideas heard and implemented and everything. But it brings me to Another thing he said is female staffers at this giant corporation where he works, they want T-shirts for their department. 
And they want to be able to wear them regularly with their names on them and all this other stuff. And guys, he's like, you know, you'll spend this money on for guys, and you're lucky to ever see him wearing it. Guys just don't. I really can't stand care being forced kind of to wear a shirt. You would be. I you had would be to different. at my frozen yogurt store where I worked. But I don't, yeah, I don't like to be told this is what you're going to wear. Well, Especially because they always order the men's shirts right. for the women. Your big complaint is always because we have to wear staff shirts a lot. If we go out and do mm-hmm. events and stuff like that, of course, we've got to be proud of the radio station. Mm-hmm. I love wearing my radio station shirt. Very proud of it. Um, but for you, yeah, you're like, oh, these are cut for men, mm-hmm. not for women. Don't like these shirts. And it was always a guy doing the buying of the shirts, so he didn't think that way. So you're right. So what I'm wondering, what side of this fence are you on? Do you like the, do you like to be called a team? Are you okay with it being called a staff? Do you do you want the T-shirt from your company that we all wear every Friday together that's got your name on it? Do you like that kind of stuff? Or is the paycheck enough for you? Where do you come down on this? Hey, Lindsay, we're talking about these dynamics at work um, where some people love the idea of we're a team and let's have matching coffee mugs and shirts with our names on them. And then there's other people. I tend to be in this category. Uh, I'm not so much about that. I like to get the job done. I like to know my boss is my boss and it's not a collaboration. We're following his lead. But where do you come down on that? I'm with you and I'm a teacher. So, like, it's very teeny. Let's get matching shirts and let's do this. And I... I like being my own person. I mean, of course, at the end of the day, like I'll work with people, but I like kind of having a leader telling me this is what I expect of you, this is what you need to do, and getting it done. So I'm with you. I I could do without the team. Huh? That, uh, Taylor, you know what? Though I'm, I'm here. I'm saying like about. Do you like having the matching t-shirts and all that stuff remember when we had radio station jean jackets that one time mm-hmm. those were cool yeah we should get those again that's what we should do we should make that a suggestion put it in the suggestion box you're so hilarious we need you're the jean paradox. jackets we need the jean you're Why? a mystery wrapped in a riddle those jean jackets were bad one minute you're like i don't want to be called a team member i want to be called an employee and the next minute you're like hey guys guys let's get matching jean jackets okay <laughs> give me the jean jacket <laughs> i'll be on your team <laughs> those are cool do you remember them and people come up where do i get one of those i think i st- I don't, do I still? Have, I, I may have given say, it like, to Goodwill when I'm say moved something recently. like, "Well, you got to be on the team." <laughs> <laughs> See, and as far as the whole work family thing, I can, be, I, don't, I can be bribed to be on the team. I don't call workers my family, but I love a caring atmosphere at work. Yeah, it's nice when yeah. people are like, "Oh my gosh, how's your sister doing?" I know you said she got COVID. How is she? Like that's. I like that atmosphere. Yeah, I, I get that. I just think the word family has just been so diluted nowadays that people are just longing for it. And they'll take they'll take this imitation of it if they can with people that they see every day. But the thing that I've always told my kids is if your job ended tomorrow, fast forward five years, would you still be in touch with the people that you work with? And the answer is probably most likely no, because your reason to be in relationship is because mm-hmm. of this job. The job's over. That's probably going to end. So be very careful how you throw that word around. Do you or someone you love have a super unique name? Have you heard about this popular trend when it comes to baby names? Parents are naming their children after herbs and spices. Hmm. This is according to new data from the Social Security Administration. Some of the most popular ones for boys and girls are sage, juniper, and basil. Uh, I wonder if they pronounce it that way. You know, that famous chef you love calls it Bossel. 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 Um, They're also naming baby girls Jasmine and Poppy a lot. And they also have a record of babies named Thyme, Saffron, Curry, Clove, and Cayenne. Would you call your boy Herb or Herb? 
Herb. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if you named if your last name was Pepper and you named your daughter Cayenne? Hi, my name is No one would ever forget you ever. Do you know how many times I got reintroduced to people at Wheaton College as if they'd never met me before and I was like if I would I, go, it's good to I, see you again. And they would say, it's nice to meet been you. Named Cayenne Pepper. If I was Cayenne Pepper, would be so everyone would know me. No one would ever forget me again. <laughs> is that necessarily a good thing? <laughs> it could be either, <laughs> depending on my personality. So this is kind of cool. We're going to check in with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah. His daughter is about to turn four years old tomorrow. How no, did that okay. happen wow. already? And they had a little parenting win with Eloise where they're like, oh, we're getting something right. We'll find out what happened next. So uh, it's it's Eloise's birthday tomorrow. Is yes. That right? Yes. Surprised. You posted a picture over the weekend, though. It looked like a birthday picture. I thought I thought it might have been a couple days ago. Well, we had a little party for her a couple oh, okay. days ago. Yeah, and um, she had a few friends there and whatnot. And one of the gifts she got was a Visa gift card. Ooh. You know, you can use that anywhere. Yeah. Which, when she realized what it was, she realized <laughs> the spending power she now had. <laughs> and she wanted to go to the store immediately. <laughs> yeah. No a four-year-old no shopaholic. Oh, yeah. And uh, we took her to the store. She found the little toy she wanted, some teddy bear that talks, of course, and makes noises all the time. <laughs> And she got what she wanted, and then she told her older brother, our son Thatcher, hey, you can get what you want. I'll use the rest of my money so you can get what you want. So she let Thatcher use her gift card to also, he got some big old dinosaur, of course, and it absolutely made his day that he was also able. What a good sister. Yeah. That is so generous. We're very proud of her for doing that sharing so we bought her a little something extra for sharing <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that yeah. worked in your favor because i've been there with my kids where they have 25 dollars gift card and what they want is 35 dollars. yeah so they're like well i wish i could have gotten that dad <laughs> 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 and of course they promise like all kinds of chores they're gonna do to earn right. the extra ten dollars and then We'd get it for them, and they'd never do the chores. Yeah. <laughs> so, but way to go, Eloise. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's so now, impressive. Who do you think she's emulating more there? Is it you, or is it Sarah? Oh, man. <laughs> Be honest. Uh, <laughs> probably my wife. Probably my wife. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. 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 You had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. It was a mutual proud moment. <laughs> Until now. Have you ever had a package stolen from your front porch, a porch pirate gets you? Not that I know of, but I ordered something about three years ago that hasn't shown up yet. (laughs) Oh my. Yeah, that could be it. Uh, This is a porch pirate like I've never seen before. See if this has ever happened to you. Next. You've heard of porch pirates before, right? Like people that steal your packages right off your front door before you even get that, a chance to just, get them. That's so low. I know. I know. It's funny. <laughs> I We got a ring doorbell from my brother-in-law and sister for yeah. Christmas, and we're loving it because like, you know right away when there's a package because it makes this like little noise, and you're like, oh, if there, there were, must be a package. If there were a porch pirate, uh, you could watch them take your stuff? Yes, and maybe get a license plate or something. But this is a porch pirate like I've never seen before. This family, they were it was a beautiful day in Chicago, and they were sitting on their front steps, you know, with the row houses there. Okay. And they look across the street, and they watch a package get delivered. It's on the front porch. And within seconds, they saw a porch pirate come take it they witnessed it they caught it on camera and the pirate 
was a squirrel. <laughs> Grabbed the package and carried it really? up the side of the brick wall. And they're dying to know, like, you know, they didn't intervene because they the gate was locked and stuff, but they are dying to know how many packages are up on that roof. There's, he probably has a, a, the best squirrel nest ever made of Amazon packages. Is that the smartest squirrel ever? Like, huh, there's a delivery. I'm going to see if there's anything good in here. Maybe there's some nuts. Maybe this family likes peanuts or walnuts or pecans. I'm, I'm thinking he just likes the padding. He's making his little. Is the padding? He's making his little squirrely nest out uh, of it. I think yeah. he's ripping them open to see what's in there. So he's got like this really great gaming system <laughs> he's using. <laughs> he's looking for food items. Also, organic snacks. And... He's been on the lookout for a good facial toner. <laughs> Tighten his pores. Now we know what Taylor's ordering from Amazon. <laughs> it's funny. Do you feel like going to the store in person is going to be a thing of the past? Well, not if you're Dick's Sporting Goods. Business is booming thanks to working out at home and spending so much time outdoors. They're opening an experimental Dick's House of Sports to give you a hands-on shopping experience, including an outdoor field for sporting events, a rock climbing wall, indoor wellness spaces, and you're also going to have a chance to get advice from fitness experts who can help you choose equipment and get more out of your workout routine. So they're like all about the in-person experience at Dick's. I want to know what kind of foofy stuff is in a wellness space. Welcome to the wellness space. Well, there might be a salt garden. All is well in the wellness space. Mm -hmm. There might be a steam bath. (laughs) And if it's open anyway, ever been to any place like that? And I don't know, you're you're trying to look at the kayaks. You were seriously looking at the kayaks. And there's a bunch of four-year-olds jumping in and out of the kayaks, <laughs> which completely ruin your experience. Will that happen in the sacred wellness space? Mm-hmm. Will there be like a four-year-old going like, oh, salt garden, cool, catch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen at times. No, not in the wellness space. Stop. <laughs> I think you just wrote an (laughs) SNL skit. (laughs) Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.